All right, so we're going to go ahead and start. And um, start off with just a, a short prayer. Father, great I am, Jesus. We ask you, Father, Yahuwah, that you bless us with your understanding, that you bless us with your wisdom, Father, as we delve into your word. Father, we ask that you give us revelation, that you give us something new, Father, to take with us today into this new year, to take with us, to keep inside of our heart, and to travel with. Inside of your Holy Spirit, we ask that you give us strength through all of our, our trials and tribulations. May your word and your words give us strength through our challenges, through our tribulations, through our temptations, and through our revilings for their um, persecutions, Father, in our future. And we ask that you strengthen us in your word. We strengthen us in the understanding of your word so that we know what is coming and that we know and rejoice, Father, also in your promises, Father. Allow us to understand your promises and to, to understand um, your coming, Father. In the holy name of Jesus, we pray. We say hallelujah. Amen. In the holy name of Jesus. And so, um, in the last sermon, we were um, talking about um, Jesus uh, being our friend and how um, significant that is to forge that personal relationship with him and understanding him as our friend and so today um, this sermon um, that Jesus put on, on my soul to to um, share with you guys today is about obeying his obeying the wisdom of Jesus obeying him and understanding um, you know um, what he's asking of us and um, as we go um, backtrack a little bit um, we read about um, Jesus coming to save lives and not to destroy them um, there was a particular verse that Jesus um, pointed me to is in, in Matthew 5 line 17 it, it, it speaks about that again it says think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. So on the other side of that, he says he's come not to destroy lives, but to save them. But also, he's come not to destroy the law, but to fulfill. And so this has a lot to do with those prophecies. This has, this has a lot to do with those promises. And so this has a lot to do with the, um, the wisdom. Of God, the wisdom that, that Jesus um, came to share and be the example of, of a godly wisdom, not um, man-made um, man, uh, made wisdom and worldly wisdom as we know it, but godly wisdom, wisdom that comes from above. And so um, and if we turn to Ecclesiastics 9, he led me to Ecclesiastics 9, um, 13 through 17, 13 through 17, it says, This wisdom have I seen also under the sun, and it seemed great unto me. There was a little city, and a few men within it, and there came a great king against it, and besieged it, and built great bulwarks against it. Now there was found in it a poor wise man, and he by his wisdom delivered the city. Yet no man remembered that same poor man. Then said I, wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised, and his words are not heard. The words of wise men are heard in quiet more than the cry of him that ruleth among fools. Wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one sinner destroyeth much good. And so we think about this. You know, the words of wise men are heard in quiet more than the cry of him that ruleth among fools. You know, well, we, we talked about the Pharisees. We talked, um, we, we're going to go into Herod a little bit. And um, how um, the, the presence of Jesus um, threatened his, his, very, his very existence. And Jesus um, being the, the, the king of a spiritual um, 
kingdom and coming from um, the, these, these humble um, beginnings of um, being born in a, in a manger and um, you know his parents being of the of, of coming from such simplicity speaks about this you know it, it speaks about this that um, you know there was found in a poor wise man and he by his wisdom delivered the city yet no man remembered that same poor man and so you know we, we, we often think of um, riches and, and, and wealth and um, kingly the, 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 the royalty um, and, and kingly um, people as, as one having physical wealth but yet you know the true wealth um, comes from the things that God gives us um, God gives us uh, from, from blessings from the things that are inside of us our, our morals and um, we've talked a lot about this in the Sermon on the Mount and so um, Jesus came and, and gave freedom you know he gave freedom whereas this this king this king um, this 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 earthly king could not this earthly king was um, full of corruption you know these earthly kings were full of um, deceit and so again we see it says the wisdom is better than might that's 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 Jesus that we're talking about so when we go um, back just a little bit and see um, Proverbs Proverbs 30. Let's go back just a little bit to Proverbs 30. And Proverbs 30, line 21 and um, 22. It speaks about this again. It says. Twenty-one and twenty-two. It says, "For three things the earth is disquieted, and for four, which it cannot bear, for a servant when he reigneth, and a fool when he is filled with meat." So it says, "For a servant when he reigneth, or 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 a slave when he um, becomes king." It says in other translations, "It says a slave when he becomes king, but a servant when he reigneth." And so Jesus also talks about, you know, that he come, he came to serve. He came, again, we, we've just read about he came to fulfill. He came to save. Okay? And so he came to, to serve us. He came to, to fulfill. He came to, to save. And so this is what we're, this is, again, this is what we're looking at. And so when we turn um, to Matthew Sixteen, five through twelve. Matthew sixteen, five through twelve. It says, "And when his disciples were come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. Then Jesus said unto them, Take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, Is it because we have taken no bread? Which when Jesus perceived, he said unto them, O ye of little faith, why reason ye among yourselves because ye have brought no bread? Do you not understand? Do you not yet understand? Neither remember the five loaves of the five thousand and how many baskets ye took up. Neither the seven loaves or the of the four thousand and how many baskets ye took up? So we're two, two those both of those instances, the five thousand and the four thousand. How is it that ye do not understand that I spake it not to you concerning bread, that ye should beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees? Then understand how they how that he bade them not beware of the leaven of bread. But of the doctrine of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees, when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men um, say um, that I, the Son of Man, am? And so, again, you know, he's warning of the uh, of the yeast of the Pharisees. He's warning of the yeast of the of the rulers and the and the and the wealthy, the the um what their rulers and the wealthy, um, what they, the things that they do and um, trusting more so in God and trusting more so in Him rather than the, the current rulers. And so, 
again, um, we go back to um, the Psalms. speaks a little bit more about about this this particular subject so when we go to Psalm 111 Psalm 111 it says praise ye the Lord I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, sought out all of, of all them that have ple pleasure therein. His work is honorable and glorious, and his righteousness endureth forever. He hath made his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He hath given meat unto them that fear him. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. He hath showed his people the power of his works, that he may give them the heritage of the heathen. The works of his hands are verity and judgment. All his commandments are sure. They stand fast forever and ever, and are done in truth and uprightness. He sent redemption unto his people. He hath commanded his covenant forever. Holy and reverend is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments, his praise endureth forever. So again, Jesus is saying to obey um, his, um, him, obey God and, and watch out for, for what these rulers are um, trying to breed inside of, inside of you, inside of us. And again, you know, um, we, we learned about before about praying for um, those leaders. And so again, you know, um, learning that the wisdom is better than might, the might of those same rulers. When we turn to, um, to Matthew 13, 10 through 16, um, Jesus speaks about the purpose of the parables and why he's um, using these parables. And he's, again, he's using this example of wisdom being better than might. Oh, Matthew 13. Matthew 13, 10 through 16. It says, And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. For whosoever hath to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whoever hath not from him shall be taken away, even that he hath. And so again, we're talking about um, the wealthy. We're talking about the wealthy and the poor. The supposed poor. Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing not, they, they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, or um, Isaiah, which saith, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For verily I say unto you, that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those which ye see, and have not seen them, and to hear those things which ye hear, and have not heard them. Okay, so this is that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things. Many prophets and righteous men. So yeah. those who are who are, who are um, think themselves as righteous, and so that, again that that speaks about the rulers, the kings, the the scribes, these these Pharisees, and so when we turn to um, Jesus led me to Matthew 26. Skip up a little bit to Matthew 26. 57 through 68. 
he says, and they they had they that had laid hold on Jesus led him away to Caiaphas the high priest, where the scribes and the elders were assembled. But Peter followed him afar off unto the high priest's palace, and went in and sat with the servants to see the end. Now the chief priests and elders and all the council sought false witness against Jesus to put him to death, but found none. Yea, though many false witnesses came, yet found they none. At last came two false witnesses and said, This fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and build it in three days. And the high priest arose and said unto him, Answerest thou nothing? What is it which these witnessed against thee? But Jesus held his peace, and the high priest answered, and said unto him, I adjure thee by the living God, that thou tellest whether thou be the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus say unto him, Thou hast said, Nevertheless I say unto you, Hereafter shall ye see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power, and coming in the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest rent his clothes, saying, He hath spoken blasphemy. What further need have we of witnesses? Behold, now ye have heard his blasphemy. What ye think? They answered and said, He is guilty of death. Then did they spit in his face and buffeted him, and others smote him with the palms of their hands, saying, Prophesy unto us, thou Christ, who is he that smote thee? And so, again, we have this, um, we, we see this, this, um, this treatment of the, um, of the, 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 those who are physically wealthy, those who are physically, um, righteous, you know, um, who have this might. Again, wisdom is better than might. Taking it out on the one who has the true, um, wisdom. So when we turn back to, um, Ecclesiastics, Ecclesiastes, Eight. One through nine. We have Solomon um, speaking about this again, the same subject again. Eight one through nine. Who is as the wise man, and who knoweth the interpretation of a thing? A man's wisdom maketh his face to shine, and the boldness of his face shall be changed. I counsel thee to keep the king's commandment, and that in regard of the oath of God. Be not hasty to go out of his sight. Stand not in an evil thing, for he doeth whatever pleaseth him. Where the word of a king is, there is power. And who may say unto him, What doest thou? Whoso keepeth the commandment shall feel no evil thing. And a wise man's heart discerns both time and judgment. Because to every purpose there is time and judgment. Therefore the misery of a man is great upon him. For he knoweth not that which shall be. For who can tell him um, when it shall be? There is no man that hath power over the spirit to retain the spirit. Neither hath he power in the day of death. And there is no discharge in that war. Neither shall wickedness deliver those that are given to it. All this have I seen and applied my heart unto every work that is done under the sun. There is a time wherein one man ruleth over another to his own hurt. And so again, you know, Jesus is, I mean, um, Solomon is speaking about this. speaks also um, calling forward to who um, Jesus would be. Who is the who as as the wise man and who knoweth the interpretation of a thing? A man's wisdom maketh his face shine, and the boldness of his face shall be changed. And that that's that's godly wisdom, knowing that that wisdom is better than than might. That that the wisdom is better. It's, it's, it gives an understanding that is better than anything that is um that is physical. And so um, when we turn to um to Luke twenty three. Luke 23, 
says here, it says, And the whole multitude of them arose and led him unto Pilate. Again, this is um, right before the crucifixion. And they began to accuse him, saying, We found this fellow perverting the nation and forbidding to give tribute to Caesar, saying that he himself is Christ a king. And Pilate asked him, saying, Art thou the king of the Jews? And he answered him and said, Thou sayest it. Then said Pilate to the chief priest and to the people, I find no fault in this man. And so we know that um, that Jesus is is a um, spiritual king. It's a spiritual king, and that he what he rules over is not not spiritual. And so um, even when we go to um, to John eighteen, it's sort of a um, an expansion of the same um, um, portion of the story. Um, John 18, 28 through 38. It says, Then they then led they Jesus from Caiaphas into the hall of judgment, and it was early, and they themselves went not into the judgment hall, lest they should be defiled, but that they might eat the Passover. Pilate then went out unto them and said, What accusation bring ye against this man? They answered and said unto him, If he were not a malefactor, we would not have delivered him up unto thee. Then said Pilate unto them, Take ye him and judge him according to your law. The Jews therefore said unto him, It is not lawful for us to put any man to death, that the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled, which he spake, signifying that death he should die. The death we should die. Then Pilate entered into judgment into the judgment hall again, and called Jesus and said unto him, Art thou the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, saying, Thou saying thou this thing of thyself, or did others tell it thee of me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Thine own nation and the chief priests have delivered thee unto me. What hast thou done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews? But now is my kingdom not from hence. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. And to this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Every one that is of the truth heareth my voice. Pilate said unto him, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews, and saith unto them, I find in him no fault. And so, again, wisdom is better than might. And at the same time, Jesus is telling us that his, that he is a king, but not a king of this world, not a king of the physical world. That he is, he is God in the flesh, and he, is, he has come to proclaim his kingdom that is not, not of this world. And so when we go to um, Revelation um, 14, and again, he's demanding, he's demanding that, that we obey him. You know, but he's doing it, in a, um, again, in a compassionate way. Even, even sitting there talking to, um, to Pilate, you know, the person who's... Um, getting ready to literally hang him on a cross or give the order to hang him on a cross if we turn to Revelation 14 uh, 14 through 15 lines 14 to 15 it says and I looked and behold a white cloud and upon the cloud one sat like unto the son of man having on his head a golden crown and in his hand a sharp sickle. So he has the golden crown. Again, this is evidence of Jesus being the king. And again, it's not he's not a king of the physical world, but a king of the spiritual world, a king, the king of heaven. So we go back to um, the Psalms again. Jesus led me on back to the Psalms. And it says in Psalm 115. Psalm 115. It says... Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us. Not unto us, but unto thy name give glory for thy mercy and for thy truth's sake. 
who wherever, wherefore should the heathen say, Where is now their God? But our God is in the heavens. He hath done whatsoever he hath pleased. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. They have mouths, but they speak not. Eyes have they, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. Noses have they, but they smell not. They have hands, but they handle not. Feet have they, but they walk not. Neither speak they through their throats. They that make them are like unto them. So is every one that trusteth in them. O Israel, trust thou in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. Ye that fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord hath been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. And he will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. You are blessed of the Lord, which made heaven and earth. The heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's. But the earth hath he given to the children of men. The dead praise not the Lord, neither any that go down into silence. But we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so, you know, again, um, David is speaking about God and saying that you know how much we have to trust in him trusting in that in that wisdom um and obeying that wisdom and that with that that wisdom is better than might that wisdom is better than anything man made is better than than um these idols you know and again you know we can speak about um the kings and the rulers and the the um you know the people that own um, a lot of things as idols in 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 a, in a way too you know we speak about even today we speak about our celebrities as idols the celebrities as idols people who have a lot of money as idols um, wealthy as idols and so God's wisdom God's um, influence obeying that and trusting that that wisdom is uh, more you can trust that more than anything that man has made so Jesus led me um, to uh, Matthew 18 the next one he led me to was Matthew 18 1 through 9 <clears throat> it says at that time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him, and set him in the midst of them. And he said, Verily I say unto you, Except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name, receiveth me. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones, which believe in me, it were better for him that a, that a millstone were hanged about his neck, and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe unto the world because of the offenses, for it must needs that um, be that offenses come. It oh, for it must needs be that offenses come but woe to that man by whom the offense cometh wherefore if thy hand or thy foot offend thee cut them off and cast them from thee it is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire and if thine eye offend thee pluck it out and cast it from thee it is better for thee to enter into life with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into the hell of fire. So again, you know, this wisdom being better than might, you know, um, than our, our, our strength, even though, you know, we, we, we associate our limbs to our own strength. And so Jesus is saying, cut it off, you know, stop trying to do it your way. Stop trying to, um, to use your own strength, but trust in me, trust in my wisdom, trust in my instruction abide in me again and so when we go to um to luke jesus led me to luke 22 which is kind of an expansion of the same um saying 
Luke 22, 24 through 30. And it says here, it says, And there also, there was also strife among them, which of them should be accounted the greatest. And he said unto them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and, that, and they that exercise authority upon them are called benefactors. So they are, they're able to, to, to benefit from the people who they rule over. But ye shall not be so. But he that is greatest among you, let him be as the younger, and he that is chief as he that doth serve. For whether is greater he that sitteth at meat or he that serveth, is not he that sitteth at meat or at the table or um, that eat that um you know is at the dinner, but I am among you as he that serves. So he's among us as a servant. And so again we have this this um this um this notion of the humbleness. He talked about humbleness in the in the last um um adoration iteration of this same saying. It was about being humble and about serving. That 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 wisdom of being the servant is better than being mighty and being um the one that sits at the table and is treated like a king and all these things. It's better to, to be humble and to serve. And it says, Ye are they which have continued with me in my temptations. And I appoint unto you a kingdom as my father hath appointed unto me. That ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. So he's talking about in heaven, in the future, in heaven, that um, you know, we're not looking for the re the rewards to be to be to be kings on the earth. That it's not not about being a king on the earth. That it's about being humble and being a, a servant. Okay, I'll, I'll go back a little bit. For whether is greater he that sitteth at meat or at the table, or he that serveth. So it's better to be a servant. Is not he that sitteth at meat, but I am among you as he that serveth. Ye are they which have continued with me in my temptations. And I appoint you unto you a kingdom, as my father hath appointed unto me. So in other words, you are going to continue um, in in. You know, suffering um, with me in the, by the by the world standards, and I appoint unto you a kingdom, as my Father hath appointed unto me, that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom. And he says, my kingdom is not of the earth, but a heavenly kingdom, kingdom of heaven, and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And so again, you know, this is this is a promise, this is a prophecy, but um. Our responsibility is to remain humble and obeying Jesus, that, that the wisdom that Jesus is um, giving us. And again, you know, when we turn to um, to Hebrews, this is this is pretty special. Um, this is a special one. In Hebrews, um, knowing that, you know, obeying that, obeying God, obeying the king. Oh, okay. What happened? Obeying that, um, the king, um, and again, we're looking at um, Hebrews, Hebrews one. Hebrews one, five through fourteen. It says, For unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee, and again I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. So he did say that to any of the angels. And again, when he bringeth into the first in the first begotten into the world, he saith, and let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels he saith, Who maketh his angels, spirits, and his ministers a flame of fire? But unto 
the Son, he saith, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thine hands. They shall perish, but thou remainest, and they all shall wax old as doth a garment, and as a vesture shalt thou fold them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. But to which of the angels said he at any time, Sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? And again, you know, we're talking about the, the kingdom of heaven and trusting in Jesus, trusting in him, trusting in the king, knowing who he is, knowing that he is the king, knowing that his wisdom is um, greater and better than might. And knowing that this is this is this, this we are talking about the kingdom of heaven, not a, not an earthly kingdom, but the kingdom of heaven, not um, idolizing earthly kings, not idolizing um, celebrities, not idolizing um, people who have um, a lot of things, a lot of possessions. And and so. Um, we're going to go back, Jesus um, led me to to Psalm 99, go back to the Psalms, Psalm 99, Psalm 99, the Lord reigneth, what does he reign over, he reigns over the kingdom of heaven. Let the people tremble. He sitteth between the cherubims. Let the earth be moved. And cherubims are angels. Let the earth be moved. The Lord is great in Zion, and he is high above all the people. Let them praise thy great and terrible name, for it is holy. The king's strength also loveth judgment. Thou dost establish equity. Thou executed judgment and righteousness in Jacob. Exalt ye the Lord our God and worship at his footstool, for he is holy. Moses and Aaron among his... This is, again, um, this, is what, um, this is what we're looking at, that he is a, he is a king. He is a king. And that um, we have to um, trust in him. We have to trust in him. And it says, it even says here, he spake unto them in the cloudly pillar. They kept his testimonies in the ordinance that he gave them. So we have to trust in um, the instructions that he gives. We have to trust in his wisdom. We have to trust in, um, in his truth. And for he is truth. And we also, um, again, you know, when Jesus talked about this, this humbling of being a servant, we also have to, um, to trust in each other. And so we're, we're trusting in God through each other as well, trusting in our family, trusting in our friends, trusting in each other, trusting in our, our brothers, trusting in our sisters. You know, um, there's, a, there's a certain level of trust we have right now here in, in this gathering. And so, uh, finishing off here, Jesus led me to Psalm 110. Psalm 110. And it says, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. Thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power, in the beauties of holiness from the womb of the morning. Thou hast the dew of thy mouth. The Lord hath sworn and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. The Lord at thy right hand shall strike through kings in the day of his wrath. So again, this wisdom being greater and better than might. 
and that it's a that's a heavenly kingdom that's far more than anything physical. The Lord at thy right hand shall strike through kings in the day of his wrath. He shall judge among the heathen. He shall fill the places with the dead bodies. He shall wound the heads over many countries. He shall drink in the brook in the way. Therefore shall he lift up the head. And so he's saying that he's going to lift up everyone. That he's going to um, he's going to um, rid the world of all unrighteousness, all evil. All idolatry, this idolatry, this this pride of of um, of kings and this 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 wisdom, this worldly um, wisdom that um, we we trust in. You know, um, perfect example would be the news. You know, we we trust in um, these doctors, we trust in um, these um, these scholars that um, that appear on the on the television and the TV. That, that appear in, um, in, in these books and, and different things, but do we trust in God? Do we trust in His wisdom? Are we obeying His the wisdom that He is giving us, that He's telling us not to um, indulge in the yeast of the Pharisees, not to indulge in the um, the the ways of some of these um, these rulers and the people that are over us, but to trust in Him, to trust in Him, to 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 obey them. In, in in some senses and we know when that goes too far but to not follow in their way and ultimately to ultimately to obey God and if that if they're if obeying them is not in line with obeying God then we do have a problem because there's a there's a, a balance there but trusting in God obeying in him obeying in his, in his his wisdom trusting his wisdom trusting the things that he is telling us to do when he in instructing us when he's, in, he's instructing us to do you know that has everything that, to do with faith because sometimes we just we don't know you know um what the result is of of um of following his instructions so we're we're moving in faith we're doing in faith and so we we have to um trust in him we have to o obey in his wisdom and it has, has nothing to do with um, with worldly wisdom it has nothing to do with worldly things it has nothing to do with with these possessions and so, hallelujah, I hope everyone um, got something um, great out of this. I hope everyone um, received um, some type of revelation. Does anyone, would anyone like to share um, anything about anything that was said today? I just want to um, go, when you, when you went to Matthews, Matthews 13, Mm -hmm. And as you read on in Matthew 13, it tells you a lot about what's coming and what it, um, when it's coming towards the end of time. So it's, 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 it's wisdom in a way where you can, it tells you when he was talking about the, par the particles, not everybody can understand the particles. So what he's saying, what's saying is the wisdom that we have, not everyone has this wisdom. So we are blessed to have this kind of wisdom because it, even in the word it says that some of the prophets didn't know or didn't have the kind of wisdom that we are receiving. So it, it's, it's really good to have that wisdom. So it, if anybody, like he said, if anybody lacks wisdom, they need to seek for this wisdom. And as I was saying, as it went further down in into that scripture, Matthew 13, it went on to tell about the end times and why it was important for his disciples to understand about these particles that he was telling them. Because not everyone's going to know what he's talking about. But he wanted to make sure that they had the wisdom enough to understand what he was saying. That's why in, in, in this paragraph, he told different particles. He didn't just tell one. He took, he told a couple of them. You know, and so that's what the reason, I think the reason why he told them of so many, he wanted to make sure they knew and understood 
exactly what he was talking about. Because some in, in the particles that he's told, he was talking about the main thing and the one thing that he was talking about, but he gave them different particles so that they can understand exactly what he's talking about. I find that amazing, you know? Because like I said, it all... And towards the end of that scripture, you know, it tells him, it, it tells about the end times, that these are the end times. This is what you must know for the end times. So I find that amazing. I really do. Thank you for the word. You're, you're welcome, Miss Rose. God is, God is, is working. You know, and um, mm -hmm. and and so it's it's interesting because you know he even says, you know, throughout the scripture it says that um, he's gonna give the Holy Spirit, and so again, like you know, he's given the Holy Spirit to give us the true understanding of these scriptures, and even give us, you know, um, wisdom. He says, my 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 spirit or my peace I give to you, and my spirit or my peace that I leave with you, through the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit, giving us this wisdom and the clarity to understand you know what this um what type type of wisdom is inside of this word and and also to give us um this this wisdom that nobody has ever heard before you know similar to how you know Solomon talked about that he was um given this this wisdom and so through this through the holy spirit he's giving us a whole new um understanding and a whole new level of experience that we we've um never even um heard of before you know again he says behold i do a new thing and so it's very um, fascinating. Um, right. What's it happening? Is. And like I said, everybody's not gonna, everybody's not gonna receive this wisdom because it's not meant for everybody. That's why you know when we hear of things or when the Lord shows us things, we sometimes have to really hold our peace because really some things that the Lord tells us and the God shows us. It's for us, and it's not for everybody. And when you go, you know, telling people, you know, what you've seen, what you hear, without God's, you know, full approval, you know, some people might look at you as if to say, you're crazy, you're a loony too, you know, because it ain't for everybody. So we just have to be mindful of what, you know, what God gives us, what God shows us is not for everybody. And we really need to wait and lean on his his leadership of where he wants us to go with it. You know what I mean? Right. That has that has everything to do with, with trusting him, like and trusting, you know, in his in his way and his will, you know, and, and it's it's it just in and just believing, you know, because um even you know, Jesus went through that when he says, you know, to trust in, to trust, to trust in him and to, um, to know that, um, when the time comes that, that we will be, um, we're going to continue to be reviled in his name, that we're going to, um, suffer, um, the same way that he suffered. He was, he, he prophesied and knew that this time, these times would come that, that people would look at us like we're crazy you know, um, this this God-given wisdom, these God-given words of knowledge that he was give, give us this through the Holy Spirit. And he went through the same thing when he's telling Pilate that, you know, um, my kingdom is not of this world. My kingdom is a, is a, a heavenly kingdom. I'm, I'm a king. I'm not of this world. My kingdom is not of this world. He's looking at him like he's crazy. And he's saying, that is truth. And he says, what is truth? You know, and so, again, we see this reflected in Jesus prophesying, telling us that this is going to happen. This is going to happen to you guys. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna right. give you, I'm gonna give you um, a wisdom. I'm gonna do a new thing that's never been heard of. Because I'm gonna, you're gonna do the same things that I have done and more. Right. Just like in, in the now in the Psalms, the last Psalms that you read, the Psalms one one ten. You um, you're muted. You went out. You're muted, Miss Rose. You went out. From, you, go ahead, say it again. Given what we know and what we have been taught, and I mean what we have learned, 
the high priest, when he's talking about the high priest, he's talking about himself as in ancient, ancient days that he was the high priest. There will be no other priest, no other high priest, but who he is. And that's Jesus. And he, and he told himself that he would be the high priest and he's the high priest. And he's the only priest that there will be. There'll be no other. So it's it's like a um it's like if you don't if you don't know who who they're talking about, it would be you know it would be like somebody's looking for somebody else. Just like when, when Jesus came, before Jesus came, it was told that they were a Messiah was coming. A Messiah was coming that was going to save the world. Okay, no one knew who this Messiah was. But then when he came into the world, and they were, even though they were looking for this Messiah, they did not accept the fact that even Jesus himself telling them that he was the Messiah, and he is here, and this is I who have talked to you. A lot of people didn't accept it. A lot of people couldn't believe it. A lot of people, you know, thought it's no way, mm -hmm. you know. So it's going to be just like back in them days. Even though we know and people know that God said that he's coming back, they still go about as though this God that has came back time a time before when he first came into the world, you know, it's like repeating itself. It's like repeating the same old habits. So it's like, um, you know, when you... When people, when you know the Bible, when you read the Bible, when you have been accepted and God draws you, it's a lot of things that you see and know and feel, but the others can't feel it because they don't understand it and don't believe it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and every everybody has their time. You know, everybody has their, their time where, where God gives them that understanding and that's why we just got to continue to to have to, to develop that relationship with him that personal relationship with jesus and so it so that it'll blossom you know and so um we all have these we all get these revelations and and, and it also you know comes through our, our fellowship you know these fellowships are, are great and, and so you know like he says when two or more gather in my name you know um i am there and great things are, are done you know and so we have to continue to, to, to do stuff like this, you know, so that he can um, he can give us more understanding. Mm. Yeah, I know since I know since I've been um, studying, and you know, since the first time when when the Lord, you know, showed me, you know, showed me, um, brought Jimmy Griffin, the you know pastor, into my life as far as reading. You know, for, as far as hearing his voice and just listening, because that's what I was doing that day. I was just somewhat studying the word, and I, my phone was on. And it was just so happened that he came across my phone, and he was speak, speaking the word, and it caught my attention. And when it caught my attention, it just, you know, I just stopped what I was doing. And just started listening. And when as I looked and listened, it seemed like he was talking directly to me. So when God, you know, when he has a purpose for your life, or when he sends somebody into your life, it's it's for you. I mean, you he's gonna get your attention. Mm -hmm. It's like um, you know, it, it's not like he can't get your attention. When he wants you to know something or hear something or change something, he's going to get your attention. So, I mean, I, I find it amazing. The more and more I'm, I'm getting back into the Word, the more and more I'm studying the Word, the more and more I look back. Because sometimes you might miss what God is trying to tell you. But then as you go on and something else comes up, 
then it just dawns on you, that's what God was trying to tell me, you right. know? So right. that, I'm sorry for that, but that was, that's what just happened. That's why I, <laughs> I went off with something else. No, that's, that's, just, you know, and, that's and, a great testimony. That's a great. No, I was saying that no, you don't have to apologize. It's a great testimony. Like like God, God gave you that testimony, and and you know, it has everything to do with just trusting in, in the direction that He's taking you. And so you trusting in that direction that He's taking you is a great thing. You know, that's really really wonderful. You know, Hallelujah. Yeah, I, I'm right now. I just like right now. I'm, I, I I know what I gotta do now. I gotta really start learning how to listen listen for that voice listen you know because i'm missing it and then like i say i'm missing it but then after a while or something then i'll remember i'll say oh that's what god was trying to say but i'm late i gotta start trying to be right on time with this thing you know <laughs> yeah and that, so, that has everything I mean, to do with with obeying wow. and just you know and we all we all you know deal with that with um i deal with it you know you know we you know we all do you know and, and it's just you know you get better with that over time and, and god is just he's continued to refine us jesus continued to refine us with these things so you know he knows he knows our hearts he knows the things that we deal with the issues that we deal with you know things that we got deal with in our lives the everyday things in our lives you know not trying to be um in the world you know and not trying to right. be of the world, right. you know, but but just operating in the spirit. And so he, he knows, he knows, you know, it's tough. It's not easy. Right, man. I mean, <laughs> like I said, I'm, I, I'm sorry because like I say, I'm talking and then all of a sudden it's like, and, I, and now I can understand what the, um, what the, what the, pastor went through that one day when he was talking and then all of a sudden you seen him he was doing something then he said then he just was grabbing my pencil and he was writing it down and then he said oh excuse me told us excuse me because he said when he got a word or from the holy spirit or something you know he's gotta he said i gotta stop and focus and sometimes i have yeah. to write this down and stuff yeah. so i guess it's I guess he's working in many, many ways and many different people. Sure is. I mean, I mean, I, I'm learning. And when you learn, when you go back over things that you have read one time before, you know, when you have read one time before and then you never really, it never really crossed your mind that it would be an important scripture or important event or important you know, part of it, because that's why I was saying when about that um, Psalms one ten. Now the other, it wasn't the other day, but one is yeah, I guess it was like early part of December or just before um, Thanksgiving. That the pastor was, you know, we went into a scripture and we was talking about um, that when it says here in Psalms 110, according to the order of Melchizedek. Melchizedek. Yeah, Melchizedek says the Lord, is, he says that he would be the only um, priest. See, we studied about that. And he, mm -hmm. um, when we went into that scriptures back there, he was telling us, and that's where my eyes came open to, because right. he was talking about the ancient one. And the ancient one, when you know who the ancient one is, you know, it's, it's fascinating to hear after you have read different things, but, it, you know, it never really dawned on you that that's who they were talking about. That's who, you know, who, who you know, who it was, and that's, you know, all of that. So when you see, like, complex scriptures like that, then it makes you want to go back and search and research and research all over again. So oh. that's one of the things that threw me off too when you read the one, you know, the Psalms 110. Yeah, it, but, it's interesting, you know, even in my own testimony, like I had a dream 
and um and, and God referred to himself as that you know and I and I didn't know until I went back and read it again I did the same thing the same thing you said you did and I realized oh that that's God that's God speaking right. to me that's Jesus right. speaking to me you know and so it's 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 fascinating it's fascinating it's, it's so many it layers is, of understanding that you can give that you can give to us it's, it's fascinating because and even like when he um he walked with when he walked with Abraham when he went to Abraham and when he called Abraham well when you read in some scriptures he Abraham you know he gave to him his 10%, his offering, you know? So it was like way back then, he was the high priest, but yet he was given to Abraham for his 10% and this and that. You know, it was kind of like, you know, wait a minute, wait a minute. So it can get kind of confusing. Well, it, but it, it in has return, to do with what we just... In return, mm -hmm. in return he gave um, Abraham double back of what Abraham gave him. So it was like, wow. <laughs> it's, it's, it has a lot to do too with even what we just read. And so it's interesting how this all ties in. We was reading in, in Matthew um, and Luke about the true greatness when the disciples were asking about true greatness and Jesus said, would it be better for you to sit at the table at the dinner table or would it be better for you to serve? And he said, I am come to serve. And so when you right. think about um, when Melchizedek gave Abraham, you know, um, and, 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 and they had that exchange, it was, you know, um, Melchizedek brought food for um, for Abraham and, and Abraham had given him his 10 percent. And so right. he was he was in the um, in the in the in the um, the position to serve Abraham. Yeah. Abraham knew who, yeah. who knew exactly who was standing in front of him, and so you know when Jesus says that he's talking about you know the humbleness, being humble, being humble at heart, you know, and so it's it's so it's so um interesting and so fascinating and, and so um yeah yeah because remember when the Paris when they came to um to take Jesus and you know want to want to want to find an excuse to kill him and all, mm -hmm. and Jesus said that you know he told them that. If Abraham was your father or something, he would have praised the time that I would come, you know, because he was, you know, he was, you know, he was with Abraham. He knew Abraham. So for them to tell him that Abraham is their father and they not know who he is, it was like somewhat more or less, more or less, sound like it was more or less throwing him off, you know, saying, you know, how can this be, you know, but he knew all of this, but, and he knew all of this, and he knew that Abraham, he, they couldn't have came from Abraham, because if they came from Abraham, they would have, I guess, the kind of heart that Abraham had, I think that's what he was trying to tell him back then. Exactly, exactly, he even it said, he even said, before Abraham was, I am, and so you know we we read right, that in the, right. in the, we read that in one of the last sermons with um we were talking about um Jesus being um being God and 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 and, and, and God being one. It's not there's no separation right. between God and Jesus. He just he just is. That's why he says I am. He just is. I am yeah. who I am. He he is. He is yeah. who he is. And he says he says and I am that I am. Father me, yeah. Mm -hmm. He even told his disciples, you know, if you seen the Father, you seen me, and even to um, even up to his last couple of hours, you know, they asked, show us the Father, you know, and he's saying, I am the Father, you know, I am the Father, I am the Father, I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, right. and right then and there, he was telling them who he was, and and. <laughs> Like I said, the ancient one. I mean, it's a lot. I'm learning a lot, and and it's really fascinating to you know to know this wisdom and to know this truth. Because, like I said, everybody don't know it. Some people are still believing it that it's like two people. You know that there are two people, which is not really two people. It's just him in a form of 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 flesh which he had to come 
to get back the, the keys of death, you know, from Satan. Other words, if it would have stayed like that, Satan would have been more or less in charge. Right. So I can understand that, why he came and all. Yeah, yeah it's good. It's good. I'm learning. Oh, I'm yeah. getting ready to get off from here. I ain't studying my Bible too much today at all because I woke up late. I stayed up late and I ain't get up until around about 1 o'clock.